Welcome, Path Folk, to the Find the Path Ventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path. Where all we want to do is fix a pump. There's a faceless ghoul chick trying to kill us all is where I think true. we're at. I think she tried to sneak up on Cornelius first. She did. It was bad. Yeah. It was bad. All the ladies want Cornelius. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, I'll take crab before I take this ghast. Uh, I would hope so. Jeez. Yeah, crab's way <laughs> You'd better. You'd be lucky to have crab. Thank you. <laughs> On the dating show that is Cornelius's life. <laughs> this lady didn't even qualify. Um, yeah, welcome back, everyone, to the continued exploits of our heroes, the Knights of Summer. When last we left our heroes off, they had ventured out from their... Uh, their fine estate, the comfort of their home over in Swanmere Manor and out into the swamps, north and west mostly, of the town of Stackies, their own small village underneath their purview now. And we will definitely get Village of the Year. Hopefully. Village of the Year. Absolutely. All for 100%. the greater good. <laughs> the greater <laughs> good. You know Bartleby rigs that and Luthar wins all the awards. Well, every we've year. got it this year. <laughs> <laughs> this year's our year, guys. Maybe, maybe it is. There's anonymously evil villagers over at Lothadar. <laughs> <laughs> but you had made your way out of the town and out into the Stecky Swamp after procuring a barge from the local polite pig farmer, Bo. Okay, yeah. he was really he was nice. So I nice. liked Bo. He was. So nice. He really was. He was dirty. Nothing better happened to him because I will riot. <laughs> Who knows? And then we made another Aww. friend. Verity has just been upset about all the dirty friends yeah, we made it's this, true. this it's really episode. It's <laughs> true. You made your way out to the Stacky's Pump House to go inspect that, to see what you need to do to fix that back up, and hopefully, one, remove the swamp, and two, restore the Stacky Spur to just remove the whole swamp. being uh, <laughs> usable. Bye, swamp. We're just going to SimCity yep. this thing, right? And just, you know, pave it all away. Well, we convinced. Sure. The Utyug to move to the other swampy bit that's supposed yes. to make a track part that's going to remain swampy after we're done. Yeah, that you'd gone out to the swamp and eventually had run into the lurker mm -hmm. of famed yes. local lurking fame. Lurker. It was really just him being being around, like him just like chilling out. But we did make a deal with said lurker. We, we promised did, appeasement. Yes. Sure. <laughs> you did promise appeasement. Mm -hmm. So. Because yeah. we do love making deals with our uh, young friends. It is yep. true. Also, free trash disposal. It's great. Yeah. Good for everybody. Well, I mean, I don't know if it, I, I wouldn't call it free. We made a deal. <laughs> well, it's free in that it's the payment also. Yeah. He gets paid in trash. <laughs> he gets paid in garbage. Yep. Which is what he wants. <laughs> but yes, yeah. you had a brief conversation with the lurker, which involved also uh, bringing up the idea. And you guess you eventually need to get. But well, I mean, technically speaking, you're the people that need to approve it. The appeasement depot for the lo uh -huh. lurker to go and yes. take off your trash. Yep. Yes. Appeasement depot. Appeasement. Appeasement. Yeah. His new favorite word. Yes. Bring all of your trash to the appeasement depot. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll probably have to at least tell Psychum, hey, this is a thing. Um, don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So regardless, though, you had, after having a brief conversation with the lurker, Learned from him of the Queen Without a Face, yeah. who seemed to be in current uh, occupation of the pump house that you're hoping mm. to liberate. Potentially a former priest of Arasni also. 
I mean, at the very like, least, way, he way, way carved a symbol of Arasni into a plaque mm. outside that had said, hey, don't come in here, yeah. which you'd ignored. And then you'd been jumped by a half dozen ghouls. Yeah. That were like, oh, no. Yeah, who didn't seem to actually want to attack us. Yeah. yeah. The so good people was... of Stackies don't want to be monsters. Sometimes they were made monsters. Mm-hmm. I feel like she also, she carved that as she was like suffering from ghoul fever or something. Yeah. Maybe. Like, don't come in here. Maybe. Who knows? Ghouls are Quite intelligent possibly. and some of mm-hmm. them can try to, it's like resisting the urge. They just can't stop. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's they, they're compelled to eat. Yeah. But yeah, you had uh, battled against those first six ghouls, bringing those down before mm-hmm. preparing for a assault um, in the one direction that you assumed the assault could come from before, <laughs> unfortunately... We were proven terribly wrong. The queen without a face uh, launched herself down from a uh, from the machinery above and attempted to tear into Cornelius, of which Cornelius was able to fortunately, uh, believe, evade, Flee! although I think most of the party is sickened by the sheer stench rolling off of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, not ghoul, but ghast. Also Ugh. sickened by the fact she is sans face. Mm. It's true. She this has is how her that face machine off. got broken. She's up in there jumping around. Yeah, maybe <laughs> jumping around. I mean, maybe you know. <laughs> Depends on how well Causing engineered it was. You know. <laughs> I will point out. I do miss with the ghouls the second edition thing where they get like a jump. Because oh, I'm yeah. like the, oh, yeah. the ghoul jump is really fun in second edition. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the hopping ghouls. Yeah, <laughs> they're hopping mad. <laughs> they're interested they in hopping second mad. edition. Check out our um, Hell's Rebels adventure. There yeah, may if or may you not like be ghouls. Uh, if you like second edition, if you like ghouls. Yeah. All I can think of are those little frog toys that are plastic that you would Oh, like. that you click that click it down and it shoots forward? It hops. Yeah. yeah. We had left off as um, Cornelius had been managed to retreat to some degree of safety further away. Tactical mm-hmm. repositioning next to Verity. <laughs> as Gwen, no, all of her and Verity had rushed forward to uh, face off against the queen. Um, who's been injured thus far? Um, and I believe tangled, entangled, um, as mm-hmm. far as magic is concerned, from a uh, oh, blast yeah. from Oliver. Yep. yep. She's still got some ice on her at the moment. Yeah. She's still rhymed with ice. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, yeah, that's actually where we'd kind of left things off as uh, as she launched herself uh, down, attacked the group. I believe currently uh, Oliver, Verity, and Cornelius somewhat overwhelmed by the sheer horrific stench mm. rolling so off of this creature. So let me go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get back into things, shall we? Mm. We have a gas yes. to fight. <laughs> yeah, we, we do. We do indeed. And- what a, my spear is currently occurrence. sticking out of her, so I have a feeling she might be wanting to target me. We have a, a little regicide to take care of, so let's go uh, ahead and uh, cue up some again? combat music. <laughs> She's again. not the real queen. What is with us as players in regicide? Just <laughs> We're going to depose all the Okay, but, the, but what's his name was not a real king either, so <laughs> I guess you know, so. But... I guess so. It's true. Uh, so yeah, Sirenscape, regicide harder. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Meeple King now. <laughs> yeah. If you like, uh, if you like regicide, go and check out our uh, our t-shirt options. <laughs> <laughs> for those people that are like, you know what, I really, I really like podcasts, but they don't have enough regicide for me. <laughs> so near yeah, enough. let's go ahead and jump back in again. Um, the five of you stand here in this uh, this old pump house. Again, it is built to withstand time. I believe Cornelius had estimated the structure to be close to a thousand years old. Mm. Yep. Built to last, the, the old town day, they really, they really knew they, what they, they were doing. They don't build them like they used to. Sure. Mm. Again, in this darkened chamber, under the flickering lights of your uh, various illuminations, although I think only Verity's actually flickers, the rest of yours is pretty solid. Yeah, because mm. I have a lantern. Magic. Since you have a ever-burning lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the uh, facing off against the queen without a face, this emaciated 
uh, figure, this uh, woman with bruised purple yellowish skin, uh, face mm. split open to allow mm. for this foot-long tongue to drop out of her sharp-tooth maw, eyes glowing this lambent red. As she leapt down, leapt to the attack, again, Oliver had uh, blasted her with cold and then mm. rammed a spear into her side. Not very Technically, pleasant. that was simultaneous. Simultaneously, yeah, technically. Yeah. Do I believe I'd left off with her? Mm-hmm. 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 So it's a problem. I think, honestly, she's going to turn her attention on Oliver. Ah, jeez. Oh, dear. And I think she's going to full-out attack. Okay. <laughs> yep, I mean. So she yeah. turns. Um, she's going to start with that bite. Mm. I'm just going to bodyguard all of them. Okay. Sounds as long like as I don't roll a one, I bodyguard. All right. <laughs> Good to know. So first attack, she launches forward with a bite out at Oliver, taking that penalty for Entangled. She still manages a 24 to hit the Magus. Ah, 24 will hit me even with Verity's help. Uh, oh, devastating. I have a 23 with Verity's help. Oh. I mean, my God, oh. so close. <laughs> so again, like Verity thrusts forward over your shoulder with her pole arm, but the queen just ducks down. Again, I said, you know, face split open. Like her face is nearly like the skin is nearly missing entirely. Um, ripped free, revealing nothing but the bone and muscle underneath. That's uh, true. She does not, in fact, even have eyelids with which to blink. It's just gone. Oh. Oh. Just these two glowing orbs in her skull. Oh, As she bad. chomps, however, a hold of Oliver, biting on, I'm looking at, oh, God, uh, seven points of damage as she bites onto your forearm, uh, basically ah, leaning thanks. over where you've speared her, uh, chomping on. I will unfortunately mm. need two fortitude saves. Yeah, Yuck. this is the big problem because yeah, sickened also reduces saves. Oh, oh, no. So, uh, hey, that hey, first one hey. is a 16 for a 19. Here we go. Okay. And the second one is uh, not as good. That's a 10 for a 13. Mm. Um, again, you feel horrible pain streak through you as you push through it. Again, it's like the paralysis isn't so much as a taking over your will, like a mental paralysis mm. from a hold. It's it is like, more like she, she chomps on your hand clenches tighter as you feel every muscle in the entirety of your left arm spasm. But you push through the pain, resisting it. Um, even as she's beginning to lean over as you're ripping your spear free. And uh, again, you've ruptured into kind of the abdominal area. And the stench seems to be increasing substantially yeah. as you've uh, pierced oh. the outer protective layer of this waterlogged corpse. Yeah. Gods, that's awful. Everything is awful about her. She launches forward with uh, both of her claws now. So oh, that's great. Ahead. If Verity's going to do some protecting, let's go ahead and bounce those. Oh, man, that's a there you go. That. That's an 11 and a 20 on the die, um, which is a 21 and a 30. So certainly. Hey, um, there we go. Yeah. That first attack is a, actually is a natural one. So that one misses entirely <laughs> as her claw lashes out at you. Probably as you pull your spear free and she's still trying to maneuver with this uh, this ice rhyme. The follow up, however, is a 22, which I believe uh, only <laughs> just misses. Yes. Yes. As, uh, as Verity like thrust in over your shoulder she's to like, repel the creature today, back. today, no face. Well done, Verity. <laughs> oh, gods. Yeah, just try not to die. I'm trying not to die. <laughs> Isn't that the overall goal, trying not uh. to die? No, the goal is to win. <laughs> <laughs> and we win by staying alive. <laughs> Fight and win. <laughs> <laughs> and following that, she's, uh, actually, she'll hold her ground there. Okay. 
as she uh, she holds her ground, taking us from there to uh, Oliver Darahan. Like okay. blood streaming down from this gash in your arm where her uh, rows of razor-sharp teeth tore into you. I mean, at the moment, I guess I'm still capable of movement, right? Yeah, you're not paralyzed. Okay, <laughs> then uh, let's go. <laughs> so technically speaking, I did actually throw my spear, which means it would be a move action to retrieve it. And that is true. I don't want to do that because uh, she would probably take the attack of opportunity. It is picking up a not uh, sheathed weapon. Yeah. Uh, however, I did draw uh, Promise, the long sword that uh, Princess Eutropia gave uh, gave me specifically um, last turn. So instead of uh, going for the spear, I'm going to let that go. Snap my fingers to empower the long sword. All using right. Using my Arcana pool. Um, unfortunately, the spear at this point loses its power because I can only have one weapon enhanced this way at a time. And let's go on ahead and use a standard action to strike. Very well. So you turn your attention, you uh, reach down, you pull for your longsword, lashing out at the queen. Ooh, that's not great. Uh, that's a four for a 12. I don't think that's yeah. going to cut it. Unfortunately, no. Uh, again, mm. you, you wrench your sword free, but there's, while you're not paralyzed, that pain is something else streaming <sighs> through your arm. All right. I think I've got her distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, while she's been onto my arm. <laughs> Get her. <laughs> As Oliver just turns her towards everybody. <laughs> Come on. This way, this way. Uh, I'm not going to move, so let's uh, let's go. All right. Taking us from Oliver to Felix. Okay. So, unfortunately, I prepared a lot of, like, uh, community sort of stuff today. <laughs> you were not prepared uh, for the level of combat like, we've stepped in. A little bit. I have like one offensive spell. So first off, I would like to, I don't think I rolled on this yet, have I? To recall knowledge? I don't believe so. I don't think so. So I would like to recall knowledge first. You did for ghouls, but not for gas. So sure, go ahead and uh, make me a knowledge religion. All right. That is a 16 for a 23. Very nice. Uh, you are able to recognize this as a ghast. Ghouls and ghasts are very much, very close to being more or less the same creature. Awful ghoul is kind way. of a catch-all term that one means the ghouls that you already faced previously, but it also includes things like ghasts as well as lacedons, uh, which are aquatic variants of ghouls. Mm. A ghast is basically a more powerful version of a ghoul. Lovely. They look almost <laughs> just like their lesser kin. However, they can usually be told apart because the stench surrounding them is much stronger than the regular stench of a dead body. Okay. You may ask three questions. Um, special defenses. Well, first and foremost, they are, of course, undead, so it does come with all the usual stuff. Immunity to mind-affecting effects, charms, compulsions, moral effects, patterns, phantasms, bleed, death effects, disease, paralysis, poison, sleep, stun effects, etc. Um, not subject to non-lethal damage, and, of course, immune to any effect that requires a fortitude save unless it also affects objects. Right. Okay. You are also aware that guests are resistant to channel positive energy. Okay, yeah. You have two questions resistant, remaining. Resistant, but that doesn't mean they're, that they still can't be affected by it. It mm. just gives them a bonus to save. It doesn't actually yeah. reduce the amount of damage that they take. Mm. Okay. Uh, special attacks. Uh, really, guests have two primary special attacks um, that are much akin to those of ghouls. First off, they uh, are diseased. Specifically speaking, the bite of a ghoul can spread a disease known as ghoul fever. Great. That can cause an individual um, who dies of the disease to rise as a ghoul themselves. In the case of ghast, if a ghast bites someone and they die, they rise as a ghoul, not a ghast. Okay. Uh, in addition to that, any creatures injured by a ghast natural attacks basically uh, run the risk of becoming paralyzed. 
A paralyzed creature cannot uh, move, speak, or take any physical actions, and are rooted to the spot, frozen and helpless. The only major difference between ghouls and ghasts is the fact that, for some reason, elves are immune to the paralysis effect of ghouls, but are not immune to the paralysis effect of ghasts. Oh, okay. Probably because they're the more stronger variant. Yeah, yep, also, not really ap- applicable for us. We're all human. Mm. It's yeah. true. Mm. Well, One of you is like, I'm actually one thirty second. That's not even one thirty second is the immunity to ghoul paralysis. That <laughs> uh, must be fifty percent or more. Uh, I suppose uh, the only thing left is special qualities. Uh, special qualities, really, the only major special quality of the ghast is their horrific stench. Um, honestly, the stench could be kind of considered a special um, attack, but basically, that ghouls uh, exude this overwhelming stink of death and corruption. Um, this is usually within about ten feet of the creature. The second effect of that will last for, like, you can tell that this has already hit Oliver and Cornelius and Verity. You can tell you're far enough back that it's like, it smells bad here. I can only imagine how bad it smells up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you do know that this is like five or ten minutes yeah. before We're someone's not... going to be able to recover yeah. from this. We're it's not, not getting out of this, this until that combat's over, basically. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I really say is that, you know, like, pretty much all undead, they do have dark vision as well. I think I'm going to go ahead and try to, to go ahead and channel, because I think if I can weaken her, uh, that would be helpful. Yeah. All right. Channel. <laughs> all right. Yay. Let's go. Let's go ahead and get a save from her with the plus two bonus. Feel the divine powers of Abadar. <laughs> so you present the holy key of Abadar. I'm looking at a 20. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, that saves because my that will save is not as good as I thought it was. Crap. Uh, <laughs> it's just a save yeah. for half. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, still yeah. It's still 3d6 of damage. So. Yeah. Dang it! <laughs> I wish I really failed that because that's 17 points. Oh, I mean, that's still a painful <laughs> eight points of damage, even yeah. with them saving One as point a point from max. Yeah, there's well this pulse of uh, golden energy, this golden light that shines off of your key as you present the uh, the holy key of Abadar, the key of the first vault, uh, figuratively. I mean, you, this is just a much smaller version of the key of the first vault. Mm. This isn't the original. This is the little replica that you get in the gift shop. <laughs> it's like the, the one you put on a keychain. Yep. Like the key you put on your keychain. The key on your keychain. Because <laughs> I imagine Abadar's is like the key to the city kind of thing, where it's like a giant mm. one. Oh, yeah, anyway. yeah. <laughs> But yet you present your holy symbol, this golden wave of energy rolls off of you um, as she hisses, recoiling back from it, uh, flesh flaking and burning away as it sears off of her. Yeah, that that part's not pleasant, but, um, you you know, you got to do what you got to do. That's true. Uh, (laughs) Taking us from Felix to Verity. Cool. Verity's going to start by challenging this lady. Hey. All right. right. I challenge thee to a duel, which is mostly (laughs) just a stare. I think about throwing a glove and then I'm like, nah, the glove will get really gross and dirty if I touch her with it, so I don't. <laughs> so it's just a bunch of like, you, we only recognize one queen in stackies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and then I'm just going to sab her a bunch. Yeah. All right. Well, that slash, works. I suppose. Slash You bring up your glaive and lash out at her. And by a bunch, I mean one time. Yeah. You guys aren't yeah. up to a bunch until next level, I believe. Yeah, we... we <laughs> yep. Yeah, and that's that, only I mean for twice. Verity, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one full BAB. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an 8 for an 18. That was not a great roll. An eh. 18, yeah. You you uh. issue your challenge, you bring up your weapon, you lash out. Again, you're still trying to get, uh, you just gotten your weapon in line to protect Oliver, and you're still trying to get it like pulled back and then thrust back around. Mm. You're momentarily distracted as, uh, again, you're facing her right past her as the open door. And as you look out there, this little like, little three stacked eye tentacle slides up. 
Just kind of watches you guys. <laughs> He's watching us. Just, just lurking. Very, very quietly here. Lurker. <laughs> Quiet, Least you. stealthy creature ever. Actually, he's super stealthy. He is actually super stealthy. Yeah, he's get tons of mm. bonuses. In their natural terrain. Taking us from Verity unless you wish to move. No, I'm good. All mm. right, Verity stabs out. Uh, unfortunately, just cannot get a line on this thing as we go around to Gwen. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and Raging Song, I think. Uh, we seem to be having a bit of a troubles hitting her. Yeah. You take in a deep breath, immediately regret it before then starting your raging song. <laughs> and then I'm just real angry. So um, that gives everybody a plus one to hit, a plus uh, two to your will saves if we need to make them, and then mm. a plus two to your constitution. So basically a hit point per level, a bonus hit point per level that we have. All right. All right. Yeah. I'll go in and take it because awesome. I don't really have any spells that are relevant at this point. So mm. let's go. I assume Verity wishes to take it as well. Heck yeah. Does lower uh, my armor class by uh, one, but she was. Oh yeah, and then everybody's away. AC drops by one. But yeah, yep. I'm assuming that two spellcasters aren't, but I you know, know. correct. Okay, mm. that's my turn. All right, thank you. It's a couple you. more levels before I can do that as a move action, and then proceed to stab someone after I do it. But yeah, know, sure. we'll that's always there. great for you know for skulls and bards when you get to the point where it's like aha, move action. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Taking us from Gwen to Cornelius. Okay, Cornelius thanks his lucky stars. He prepared a um, second level attack spell. Um, so I have Scorching Ray, and I'm going to cast Scorching Ray at her. Hey. I need her to burn away. You chant in tone. Uh, you are firing into melee. Uh, that doesn't matter. I've got precise shot. There you go. hey that is a 19 for a 20. <laughs> yeah, Wait, yeah, the second. Oh, because I'm sick. Okay, I was like, why is that so low? <laughs> yeah. My God. Hey, but a 20 to touch AC. I got that yeah. going for me. A 20 will. It was a close thing, but a 20 will hit your target's touch <laughs> oh AC. My God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're chanting while, like, focusing so hard on, like, not throwing up a little in your mouth before you finish <laughs> gesturing out as this, uh, this scorching ray lances from your fingertip uh, right over Oliver's shoulder. And uh, slices in to the queen without a face. All right. That is 13 points of fire damage. Uh, searing into her, although she yet stands even under this blast Ugh, as she continues to hammer her way at her. This is bad. <laughs> well, um, Cornelius has a move actually remaining. Um, Cornelius is going to hold his position here because he feels pretty safe. Hold the mm. uh, second line. Hold the back yes. line. <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah, basically yeah, dedicated caster line. <laughs> yeah. That takes hold us from caster line. Cornelius. To the queen without a face. Uh, yeah. yeah. This is going to be bad. How long does that entangle last, by the way, Ross? Uh, it's one round. She should be over it by now. So you blast her with this fire. She rocks back again. She looks in bad condition. Mm. Um, however, this honestly seems to just encourage her to Ugh. fight on. Um, as she dives heedlessly forward. Okay. Yeah. Ah, the old Oliver Swinger. Gwen's doing her little performance thing. Did you just say my little performance thing? Yeah. <laughs> that. Sorry, I'm embodying the, the monster right now. She obviously does not appreciate mm. your art. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she's going to focus her her wrath on Cornelius still. What? Hey, what? no. Oh, sorry. Oliver. <laughs> okay, thank <laughs> I, was like, I was like, hey, wait, no. I she does a leaping attack, flies over good. all of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> ah, oh, God. Go. <laughs> no, she's going to focus her, her <sighs> wrath on Oliver. All right, let's oh go. So let's go ahead and do some attacks here. If you want to do uh, some bodyguarding, you can. 
I will definitely be bodyguarding. Mm-hmm. It's going to be three attacks probably, but we'll see. First one, 19, so bodyguarding. Mm. All right, so that's a 23 to hit with that first attack. Oh, my God. Yep, that that'll is do easy, it. isn't it? Uh, well, no, now it's down to 22, actually, because I yeah, did Yeah, because he's raging. Oh, right. But it would have hit me either way at that that's point. That's true. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, so, again, Verity nearly gets in the way of the uh, the attack, but she ducks underneath this, uh, chops forward, basically bites on to um, your upper thigh, like just uh. chomps onto you, striking Oliver for seven points of damage. Ooh. Yep, that hurt. I will unfortunately need two fortitude saves from you. Yeah. On the plus side, my fortitude saves are slightly better now. On the downside, hey. that wasn't a great roll. That was a nine for a 13 on that first one. Okay. Um, and the second one is a 19 for a 23. Hey, nice. Unfortunately, uh, as she chomps a hold, know. you feel this spasming paralysis shoot Dang up it. through your body. Oh, no. um, as Oliver, oh, I imagine, would scream as much as he can until the yeah. paralysis like chokes that midway in your throat. Yeah. <clears throat> before pressing the attack as she brings the claws about. Mm -hmm. um, you are now paralyzed. Yeah, which is really going to make it easy for her to hit me now. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I don't know if Verity uh, wants to try to get in the way of these, but... I mean, I, mean, I will because, you know, I have a bunch of them, so might as well. Yeah, there, there's no reason not to, but... All right, let's see. Uh, 12 oh, for a 22, a 2 for a 12. I bodyguard both. <laughs> I yeah. only fail on a nat 1. Well, follow that up with a 22. Uh-huh. Well, That'll yeah. hit me paralyzed for sure. Uh, ripping into the uh, the paralyzed Count uh, Darhan again, like mm -hmm. for the rest of you, like he freezes up and she just plunges these claws forward. <sighs> you know, Verity, it's one thing to try to interfere, but you're like, Oliver's just a pillar now. Like, yeah. and there's yeah. only so much you can try to do with, yeah. you know, inch and a half thick pole arm trying to shove it. I have a touch AC way. of four right now. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. No. Well, unfortunately, when you are paralyzed, your dexterity is a zero, so it yep. minus five. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, unfortunately, no. that first claw plunges in, um, striking to Oliver's side for eight points of damage. Uh, the second claw whips back around and tears into Oliver, um, looking at a 17, which I think, unfortunately, even yeah, easily as still. much as Verity is trying. Yeah, and I mean, I appreciate her trying, but there's not a lot she can do about it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that one plunges in for... Another eight points of damage as she just grabs on and begins to rip and tear into Oliver. I mean, if Oliver could scream, he would be screaming bloody murder yeah. right now. Unfortunately, he can't. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, you are uh, paralyzed. And yep. the last bit of news on that is... I'm guessing, do you need me to make more fortitude saves for the paralysis? <laughs> uh, No. Okay. I was about to say, I couldn't remember if that was a thing or not. So the paralysis is going to last for four rounds from that first oh, paralysis. Neat. Great. And the uh, other two, okay. I went ahead and just rolled to see whether or not they would last for longer, at which point I would have asked you to roll, but mm. uh, they do not. So, it's irrelevant yeah. whether I make it or not, basically. Yeah, because okay. they wouldn't last longer and they don't stack. Okay. So, yeah, unfortunately, Oliver will be paralyzed for his next four turns. Um, speaking of which, uh, Oliver Darhan, you are paralyzed. Yeah, I don't have any purely mental actions I can take, <laughs> so I think that's it. <laughs> other you than just screaming internally. internally. Yeah. You mean you're not a medium suddenly? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I scream internally and reevaluate my life choices. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is going to be much better when I can have medium armor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, forget your oh, light man. armor. Oh. Maybe I should have been a plate meld fighter. 
Yeah, so unfortunately she rips and tears into uh to all of yeah. her. I'm you looking know, pretty again. bad, by the way. Oh, well, you, I'm already planning I, yeah. on getting yeah. up there. Don't you worry. Well, you I just, cannot I just move to or uh, scream. Uh, unfortunately, you uh, the paralysis did not stop your pain receptors. So uh, this is horrifying. <laughs> Neat. That's yep. great. Taking Wonderful. us from Oliver to Felix. Uh, so Felix is going to kind of move out wide to get up next to uh, Verity, but hopefully far enough that this thing can't get me. Uh, okay, you circle around past. Um, uh, unfortunately, I will need you to make a fortitude save as you are entering into its aura of stench. Ah, dang it. Okay. Uh, that is a 14 for a 19. Hey, you're good. Again, you and Gwen have had to change diapers. Mm. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. For all of our parents out there, and uh, or anybody who has had to take care of children, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it is some of the most horrendous thing. I will argue that the the worst thing, one of the worst things I've ever spelled, was actually uh, raising a kitten, and mm. uh, when they're when you're having to bottle feed them like the formula, God, the smells that come off of those cats. I work mm. in a hospital, so I'm just going to put that out there and not say anything else. H- Heather's yeah. just saying she yeah. smells yeah. Healthcare Sophie. workers mm. know, too. There is, uh, you, you become nose blind after a while. There, there's some, <laughs> some pretty horrendous stuff out there. Unfortunately, you're not uh, nose blind right now. No, so you do rush forward uh, power through this horrible stench as you close yes. in. I'm um, seeing Oliver standing uh, figuratively and literally helpless in front mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I assume you probably need some serious healing. I, I, the, the most you could provide would be wonderful. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to convert one of my level three spells. So I reach forward and I heal you for 24 points. That Jeez. was really Jeez, well done. Very nice. Thank you. <laughs> Oliver thank would you, absolutely Abadar. thank you if he could right now, <laughs> unfortunately. Sure I, I, he, he blinks at me and I get it. It's fine. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> blink. <laughs> I, yep. I, I, I just internally know. <laughs> Maybe I involuntarily blink. <laughs> well, again, for Oliver, he's just like, this thing's tearing into him. He's like, oh, God, this is how I die or something. And then you just feel this hand hit your shoulder and feel mm-hmm. this roll of, uh, of golden energy through you. As, as, you all, your as all of your body returns to its more uh, orderly fashion of where everything <laughs> yes, should be. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, that's where that kidney goes. All <laughs> oh, right. Yes, good. <laughs> good, good. Uh, oh. Taking us from Felix to Verity Corsina. Uh, she's close to me. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> she sure is. <laughs> God, my reflex is a negative six right now. It's hilarious. <laughs> Just try not to focus on that. <laughs> I can't. I cannot make a reflex save to save my life right now. <laughs> Literally, Ross. Yep. yep. <laughs> I was being very literal right there. All right, then. Yes, I shall continue to keep striking at her, hoping that despite being sickened, I can roll decently. Okay, 17 hey, for 25 yeah. to hit her. Hey, that's good. That's good. The 25 will strike your foe as, uh, again, you see Oliver paralyzed, like, Felix jumps in here, and you're like, oh, great, now Felix is in the fray. Um, <laughs> or Hold very on, close Oliver. thereof. <laughs> yes, yes, I know you can't do anything but, but still. You then step forward, uh, swinging past with your glaive, striking your foe. She's my challenged foe, so I'm going to go ahead. She, oh, there we go. Oh, 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 Max damage for 23. Oh, my as you God. Cleave down, slicing through her neck as her head separates and the body tumbles to the ground. Oh. You think dead. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'll stop singing. <sighs> oh, my wow. goodness. Yeah, she topples to the ground and falls still. 
All right, this place is disgusting. Everything is bad here. You think everything is disgusting, Verity. Literally, it smells like the devil here. That is why we are here to fix it. Ugh. We usually pay people for this. We'll, we'll have someone else come in and maybe uh, clean up the place a little bit. Yes. I can move. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. My Lord. You're all right, Oliver. Are you all right? Uh, yes. I, I think I'll pull through. Take uh, a deep breath for me, please. <sighs> all right. Thank you, everyone. Uh, otherwise, well. I think I would be a piece of meat right now. I mean, technically, we're always just pieces of meat. I don't like to think about that, though. Uh, there's not supposed to be any more queens in here, right? And as far as I know, no. I don't think there's any more queens. <clears throat> Actually, I'm oh. feeling mostly all right now. Thank you again, Felix. Of course. And that was a well-placed strike, Verity. Thanks. Good spell casting to you both, he says to Gwyn and Cornelius. Good job. Good job. Everyone nods. does. Everyone throws in a hand. Yeah, we <laughs> high five and... We should probably check the rest of the building and then Cornelius and I can take a look at this pump. Yes. Hopefully there's not any more uh, guests. Verity will distastefully drag this body and toss it out into the water, so at least it's not we in here We should check anymore. it for any loot before we do okay, that. Okay, well, first we strip it, then we throw it into the bog so that <laughs> I mean, she didn't even have a face. What, else, what could she really have on her? Gwen leaning down to look over the body. On her body, again, her clothing is tatters. It looks to be some sort of burial, like a funerary robe. Yeah, I was about to say, I kind of wondered who she was. But no, it's just in tatters. However, as you look down towards the ground, something that you hadn't seen during the fight, and something that seems to have fallen to the ground after Verity's uh, final blow, you reach down and you pick up this exceedingly fine gold thread, um, mm. this chain necklace. And as you lift it up at the bottom of that, you see it's about three inches long or so, this beautiful literal silver and agate holy symbol of a rapier flanked by wings. Wow. Oh. Unlike okay. everything else on this dirty, disgusting creature, this is pristine. Mm. As if it's been cleaned and cared for often. Wow. Or as if it's magic. Detecting magic, there's no magic on it. <laughs> Go in as you pick it up. You may make it a praise if you so wish. I'm just not very good at it. You say. I say as I roll a 19 for a 21, but still. <laughs> hey, there you go. You know about jewelry. As Jessica was saying, it's like, you might not know, like, the monetary value of a bag of corn or something like that. But as you're picking this up, you're looking, you can recognize fine craftsmanship. Um, and again, this is centuries old. Um, you would estimate that this is probably worth about 250 gold pieces. Oh, wow. Whoa. Nice. Well, I like I said, I guess, well, there looks like there's another part of this building, so we should probably clear that before we get jumped by who the heck knows what else might have moved in here. As we all keep our eyes to the ceiling, too, in case more, uh, you know, there's a windigo around down. the corner. Um, oh, my burning um, feet of fire. <laughs> might wait a moment for the um, <clears throat> sickness to pass. Yes. Yeah, after about 10 minutes or so, the, the sickness passes. Hmm. I suppose you uh, you rest in here for a minute, you remove her body. Um, are you just tossing it into the swamp? I, it seems Felix very will probably, disrespectful. Yeah, Felix will mm. stop you from doing that because we probably do need to put her properly to rest. Fine, I'm just putting her outside. It smells disgusting. Fine, but we do need to give her a, another proper burial. 
Yes. Does our town even have a graveyard? Yeah, it probably does. It's flooded. That's why oh, there's that's undead. Right. Well, no, no. Right. The, <laughs> the old <laughs> graveyard is flooded. There is a new mm. graveyard. It's on the south side of town. Ah, mm. uh, okay. The not flooded side. So I suppose you can set her off to the side. Yes. A good distance away as you take a moment to breathe, recover. Uh, feasibly, while you're doing this, you can search this room if you so wished. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well. I'll stand guard. Doing so. Uh, yeah, there's a... There's a lot of potential value. As you make your way over here, you begin huh. to uh, look through the various graves, these caskets set off to the side. Hmm. Are there any names or anything on them? The caskets, unfortunately, no. And most of these seem to be fairly old and waterlogged. Honestly, they seem to be older than the clothing of the people, of the ghouls that you killed. So almost hmm. as if they weren't buried in these and then raised up so much as... They commandeered these. Weird. Oh, okay. Oh, because they could dig up. Uh, do ghoul? I think ghouls can dig up and eat people if they're really desperate. Yeah. Yep. So searching the area, any of those of you wish may make me a perception roll. I mean, I'll sweep it with detect magic, but my perception is also super low. Yeah. Well, I mean, I rolled a uh, a nine for an eleven. Uh, Felix got a twelve for a twenty-three. I got a five for a twelve for Gwen. Uh, Oliver rolls a nineteen for a nineteen. So. Felix, Oliver, uh, and Gwen all searching over here. You do find a number of items that uh, are definitely of value and worth. And Cornelius, you can sense that there's magic over there somewhere, but you're like, okay, well, there's a magic thing inside of that box. So let's go ahead and yeah. search this and search that one over there. Retrieving from here, you do find a couple of things. Uh, first off, between these various caskets, you find 170 gold pieces and 330 silver pieces. Jeez, these ghouls have been collecting. Wow. All right. You also find a beautiful engraved silver compact. Hmm. Any of the powder that was previously in here is gone. Mm. Um, however, the mirror yet remains and is uncracked. Hmm. Hmm. Nice. There is also a platinum and diamond necklace. Jesus. Jeez. Wow. That's just laying in one of these. Almost as if they wow. kept some of their personal effects, even if they were no longer mm. wearing them. Uh, set nearby, again, you'd have to roll praise for both of those to determine their value, but yeah. we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, set nearby, you also find a uh, Masterwork Trident. Hmm. All right. Interesting. In case you want to, you know, go Trident, somebody. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> Great for your spear, fisherman. Yeah. Magically speaking, you find a uh, small buckler. The front of this uh, wooden buckler bears inside profile a griffin. Hmm. Cool. Uh, yeah. Seemingly a griffin breaking something in its beak. Uh, judging by hmm. the size of it, either like a spear or an arrow. Hmm. Huh. That's kind of cool. Is that like a crest yeah, or anything say, is that, that any of us know? Good roll here in a second. You also find a uh, ring with three um, agates, which is rather nice. Also apparently magical, judging by your detect magic. Hmm. Two small vials and a, a small stick. A wand approximately uh, 16 inches long. Uh, bearing on one end of it the uh, holy key design of Abador. Huh. Ooh, oh, okay. Cool. Uh, so first off, anyone that wishes uh, to may make me two appraise checks. Um, anyone that wishes to may also make a knowledge nobility. Verity gets a nat 20 for a 29 for that knowledge nobility. Nice. Uh, Cornelius rolls a six for a 17 knowledge nobility for those appraises, though. A 16 for a 28 and a 19 for a 31. Wow. <laughs> Cornelius knows his gems and jewelry. Gwen gets a 25 on nobility. Very nice. Yeah, Oliver got a 9 for a 21, which is pretty good, but Gwen definitely did better. Uh, so far as the nobility is concerned, you can tell um, 
the griffin breaking an arrow is not a noble the griffin crest is a noble crest of a number of touting families um the griffin mm. breaking an arrow is not um and as mm. such you don't actually believe that this belongs to an individual house um so much as it possibly belonged to an individual of one of those houses that the griffin was their favored and then that individual added the motif of the arrow mm. or the spear breaking ah, okay. onto ah. it. Um, especially considering that while the uh, griffin and the edge of this are uh, bronze, mm-hmm. the actual um, shield itself is wood. And you don't see any remains of paint, so you don't think it was on a colored field, which it would have been if it were a crest. Mm. Hmm. Cornelius, with your praise checks, the silver compact is worth 250 gold pieces. And the uh, platinum and diamond necklace is actually worth 850 gold. Jeez. Whoa. Dang. All right. We're it building is bridges. Ex- hey, we, uh, yeah, we're getting some funding we right some now. We funds. Oh. <laughs> As Cornelius is like, yes, we can sell this. Finally, I'll have There's money. There's a little part of Felix yeah. that's like, um, I'll take that and add it to our treasury. <laughs> <laughs> no, we also need to get the wizard some spells. I mm. have no money, and, too. You know, Gwen and Cornelius have, like, chump change. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Felix's inner bookkeeper is coming y'all. out. Mm. <laughs> You may all, of course, uh, any of those of you who wish to attempt to identify the magical items may make me four spellcraft checks or take 10, whichever you prefer. Uh, I'll take 10 on all of those. I get a 22 if I do that. Uh, So with your 22, you are able to determine what the ring, both the oils and the wand are. Uh, Unfortunately, Mm. no, the shield is more powerful than what you were initially expecting. Interesting. Um, I'll roll for it um, and get a 27 on that spellcraft. Okay. Nice. As far as the things Cornelius is able to determine... The ring is a ring of jumping. Oh, cool. <laughs> huh. Well, okay. This ring Speak continually allows the wearer to leap about, providing a plus five confidence bonus on all acrobatics check made to high or long jump. All right. Okay. So if cool. you want to do some jumping around, it's actually pretty useful. I mean, technically speaking, a plus five bonus on a long jump guarantees an extra five feet of long jump distance. And that is yeah. true. It up pretty quick. Both of the vials are not potions. They are, in fact, oils. Uh, both of these are oils of obscure object. Weird. Is there a witcher That's weird. Weird. Okay. Potentially useful, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. definitely. You're into more subterfuge. And the wand uh, with the holy symbol of Abadar is a wand of protection from evil with five charges remaining. Oh, that's that's not bad at all. Okay. Yeah, you might want to (laughs) take that. I will. I'm always under the impression that. that protection from evil is basically the wait, someone's being possessed. Ah, uh, <laughs> protection. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Very nice. Again, Cornelius, you look over the shield. The shield's kind of beyond you, but you hand this over towards Gwen as she looks over it. Gwen, uh, this buckler is in fact a plus one arrow catching buckler. Nice. Ooh, that's cool. Okay. Arrow catching means it has a deflection bonus of plus one against ranged uh, weapons because projectiles and thrown weapons veer towards the shield. Oh. Um, additionally, <laughs> any projectile or thrown weapon aimed at a target within five feet of the shield's wearer diverts from its original target and targets the shield's bearer instead. Oh, so if you're standing adjacent to somebody, the arrows actually veer over to hit you instead of the other person. Hmm. If the wielder has total cover relative to the attacker, the projectile thrown weapon is not diverted. Additionally, these attack those attacking the where with ranged weapons ignore any mischance that would normally apply. So there is a downside because even if you're firing in a fog, the arrow is still magnetically drawn to the magical shield. And uh, projectile or thrown weapons that have an enchantment bonus higher than the shield's bonus to AC are not diverted. Mm. However, the shield's uh, deflection bonus still applies against these weapons. So well, yeah, I can't use a buckler because I use a two-handed weapon. So yep. I think Oliver needs a free hand to cast. Oh, that is a buckler. I mean, buckler does yeah, count as one. 
mm-hmm. but at the same time, I do have a bunch of abilities that actually give me shield bonuses already, and it's not better than my current shield bonus. Cool, mm-hmm. let's sell it. I mean, the yeah. only other person that could maybe benefit from it would be um, Felix. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. about that. She just needs two hands. She needs that other hand free, which the buckler allows her to do to reload. Mm. And yeah. cast spells. But yeah, that's what you're able to determine. And then uh, after that, I imagine you can, you look over these, you spend a couple of minutes, you kind of catch your breath. Do you wish to press forward? Yes. We yep. do. You make your way forward from uh, this chamber. Do As we you move uh, forward, see our lurker friend and give him like a thumbs up or anything? Yeah, he's already slid back down by that point. I, oh, okay. You can make a perception roll later. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, thanks. He's like, yes, new queen. <laughs> <laughs> Making your way forward, you find uh, that there is a, in essence, you head from here down a short hallway that leads to a kind of open uh, pump area where the uh, the water would be pumped in before being properly distributed as far as the groundwater is concerned. Mm. The groundwater would be pumped in um, and then into the canal previously, although now it's mostly just kind of uh, not stagnant per se because the, the water's still sort of flowing here, but obviously is not being properly used. Yeah, it's not pumping correctly. Uh, three wooden planks that are uh, old and rotten themselves, although still sturdy mm. enough to hold one person at a time cross over a four foot wide channel that goes from this uh, water storage area with the canal and then flows into where the well is that you'd seen in the previous chamber. And so crossing that, you find that there is a a back set of stairs that make their way uh, or a back door from this place that makes its way to a set of stairs. Uh, Mm. These stairs actually descend down previously probably onto the berm, you would guess. Although, because of the erosion over time and the lack of maintenance, it's now a set of stairs that just literally descends down into the canal. Oh, great. <laughs> well. So, we'd probably need to uh, expand that uh, that embankment between the canal mm-hmm. and the marsh to fix that back up. So, not just a matter of uh, fixing the mechanics of the pump, but also, you know, fixing the roof of the pump, which you've already kind of established, or the pump house, and mm-hmm. fixing this. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna need an engineer and a construction crew. <laughs> Again, off towards your right hand side, you can see this mass of machinery that is the pump itself. This large arcane mechanism filling most of one side of the chamber as you'd uh, entered into this opposite side. Honestly, it's the remains of you're going to guess that ancient magical machine, the likes of which uh, was often built during Taldor's heyday for even mundane tasks such as canal maintenance, which this was. Mm. Of course, um, Taldor doesn't really engage in these sorts of architectural marvels anymore. Which is so disappointing. Infrastructure. I know. Like, <laughs> could have at least taught people how to maintain them, because like, yeah, I don't think like people the, even know how to maintain it anymore. Like, right? think of like the advancements that we could have made if we kept practicing this kind of stuff. Like, mm. I mean, we could have at least gone 40k with it, where they don't know how to maintain it, but they have a book of holy prayers that basically tell you how to maintain it, but you're, you know, you're doing obeisances. <laughs> yeah. Appease well, the again, machine spirit. When you're thinking about it in the fantasy scale of things, which is where you are, you know, you think about elves that live for 700 years or something like that, and you're like, okay, so 700 years in this world isn't a huge thing, but it's been over 700 years since the Shining Crusade, which was the last time that Taldor really did anything Mm. that was Taldor's last hurrah was the Shining Crusade yeah look at us now Taldor is like the Roman Empire and it but it just didn't disappear when it started to decline and you know Mm. it just kept on trudging along (laughs) and again the the country has been in this steady decline 
you know, that's why it's lost so much of its previous territories. That's why it's so much smaller than it used to be, just because most other countries moved on to do their own things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, however, right. opposite of where this pump area is, is a chamber, so maybe 15 feet square or so. You're not entirely positive. There was once a door here. However, the door is gone, leaving just a doorway mm. leading into this chamber. Before actually I move on to this next chamber, anyone that wishes to make me a knowledge engineering may do so. <laughs> I do not have that. Hey, I have one rank in that. Yeah, go for it. That's a nine for a 17. Hey. I roll a three for an 11. So the bad news is, Cornelius, as you look over this, the very bad news for you, because you're like, aha, we're finally here. Let me take a look at... Oh. <laughs> this is mechanically <laughs> broken, not magically. <laughs> well, so first off, the problem is, is detecting magic, you sense almost like there's some of the latent traced runes left behind on this. Oh, you got it. The magic me. is nearly completely gone. Yeah. Oh, that's a problem. It could be restored, but that is going to take a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. The biggest problem is, uh, as as far as probably Cordelius and his uh, his repeated statements up until this point are concerned, there's no way to magically fix this because make hole won't work because it's not completely broken in the probably a part of, the, of this at some point broke. However, over the last 50 years, it would appear that um, scavengers have taken any valuable components that can be taken from this. They looted it. And unfortunately, make whole doesn't restore missing pieces of a machine. Yeah. It just yeah. fits a broken it's piece like of a machine. It's like everything else in town. We're going to, we find out what the problem is and then we pay people to fix it. You know? Yeah. yeah it seems Mechanically that way. Mechanically speaking, it means that this will require extensive resources and specialized knowledge to even repair mm. what's actually broken on this. So now that you are here, just to give you a quick rundown, and then I'll move on into that next room that I mentioned a second ago, you are aware that you can probably do this in two phases. To basically repair the pump house will cost the party about a thousand gold pieces. That's not bad. Uh, this will repair the pump with uh, a simple yeah. animal drawn mechanism. Basically, you can get it back to where it was 50 years ago. Okay. Okay. Which will be enough to start draining the adjoining marsh and solving uh, Stucky's uh, insect and mildew problems, which would be really oh, nice as far as stack is nice. concerned. That, that would definitely be nice. You can tell that repairing the pump's full functionality with a magical and engineering solution would allow you to not only fix this pump and increase the speed at which the water can be drained for the surrounding land, this will also allow it to start doing what it was supposed to do previously, which was taking in canal water and clearing it, which means that that can potentially even clear the canal. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh okay. it's like a filtration system. The important thing with also clearing the canal, it means that you could actually set back up a ferry service. You could actually use this oh. canal for transport again. Oh, that's that huge. Would, yeah, that would bringing be in a lot more trade. That yeah. would be really awesome. Yeah. Especially because, as you are aware, the stacky spur of the Merrick Canal leads all the way to Veneris. It leads all the way to your county seat. Yep. Yeah. So that would not only reconnect you actually with Voneris, but because the Merritt Canal is actually still functioning, it means it would connect you with a canal that has direct connection all the way back across all of Taldor, all the way back to Casimir. Mm. Yep. So yeah. the amount of trade that could potentially open for the town is huge. Awesome. I bet Baroness Voinum would be pretty pleased with that. Well, even like it, even like if you look at like Pensaris, like the only way for them to get to most of the places is to go over land and like getting to go, you know, a third of the distance to get to goods to Voinaris and stuff like that would be massive in terms of like value for the other areas as well. 
Yeah, that's what I meant. The bad news first on <laughs> it is bad news, good news. The runes are still here, which means if you hired someone to come out here, it would probably only cost an additional 5,000 gold pieces. That's after the initial 1,000 gold pieces to replace the replace the mechanical pieces. So six total? So 6,000 yeah. total, although you have to do the 1,000 first to even yeah. get it up and running first. Well, that's what I mean, is the 1,000, and then you said another 5K on top of it, yeah. so six. Okay. So the good news is the runes are not destroyed. Which actually means that someone with sufficiently high knowledge arcana... You can retrace them. ...could attempt to repair them even without having Craft Wondrous Item to attempt to fix the I have Craft Wondrous Item, at least. <laughs> um, having Craft Wondrous Item actually reduces the DC for this. Hey! Okay. Oh, nice! Hey! Can they be aided on that? Um, yeah, anybody else that has knowledge arcana or knowledge engineering can attempt to aid that. If you do that, you don't have to pay the extra 2000 for the specialist. You have to pay the 3000 for the materials. So it could be actually fixed for as little as 3000 oh, Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. Also, judging by the power of this pump, it's going to take a long time for the surrounding land to dry out. Oh, yeah. However, you think that it, once the pump is repaired, it could probably clear out the canal in as little as two weeks. Wow. wow. That's a pretty dang good pump. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meaning that the canal would actually, you could feasibly, if you purchased a boat, take a boat from here up the stocky spur all the way back to Veneris. Well, we've got all of our tasks planned out this week. We'll figure out what we're going to do next week because we're also, we also spent almost all the 8,000 Bartleby gave us to improve the town and start working on the bridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much we have left. Well, and it's a question of how do we get more money besides like adventuring too. So I guess we'll have to figure yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, how we did pull works. a thousand gold worth of stuff, but is that considered stuff we're supposed to be using to improve the town, or is that supposed to be treasure for us? So any treasure that you find during the course of this adventure, the assumption is is that that is your treasure. That okay, that is okay. going to be the party treasure. Yeah, um, so you don't feasibly, get if you ever reach a point that you want to throw your own money into fixing stackies, you can. Mm-hmm. But you will be provided opportunities while you're going through the game to accrue additional funds and income and such for the town to fix it up yourself. Okay. Well, some All of right. the things we're repairing should help with that. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. So that's what you look at as far as that is concerned. Nice. I assume that you uh, make your way into the small off chamber after yeah. uh, Cornelius and Gwen kind of take a look over this and are like, yeah, we could probably do something with this. The small office here, you're not entirely positive this was like a local maintenance office, or if possibly, judging by the fact that there is a bed frame in here without a bed, um, if this was maybe the living chambers for kind of the equivalent of a person manning a lighthouse, that somebody that just manned here uh, maybe kept track of the boats going by on the canal Mm. and such. Could make sense. We could make a job posting once this is a thing. Yeah, I mean, somebody to at least tell you, hey, it stopped working. Making your way into this room. Again, there's the remains of what was once a bed off towards one side and the remains of what was once a uh, a desk. But no actual remains. No actual remains, just the, the <laughs> okay, shattered, <good>. broken <laughs> desk off to the side. If there were remains in here, they would have been snacked on already anyway. Yes, so. probably. Fair, yeah. Yeah. No midnight snack ready in the corner or anything. Oh, God. But uh, what are, I think I've always referred to them as like accordion desks, but I'm not sure if that's the proper term. Secretary One of those desks, desks that has the little light cover that slides down and it's slides back up. It's usually a desk. Like a writing desk. But oh, a rolling, rolling desk. Rolling I've, heard, desk? I've heard rolling, rolling desk. desks too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. One of those is off towards the side, um, although it's in terrible condition. Is there any like paperwork in it yeah, or documentation it. at all? Um, looking it over, no. Although you can tell that the surface of this has been kept mostly clean. Um, surprisingly so for this place, considering okay. the amount of overgrowth here. And it looks at some point that uh, part of it was set up as if to hang something. 
Um, like there's a little hook there as if something was once hanging over this. Carved into the surface of this for anyone who reads and understands Celestial. I, I do. believe I do. I do too. Say not me. Nah. <laughs> so Oliver, um, Faraday, you have no idea. Yeah. Uh, for Gwen, Cornelius, and Felix looking over this, uh, carved into the surface of this as if by something sharp, but obviously not a proper tool, like a very sharp fingernail. Ugh. are repeated celestial prayers to Arasni. Oh, this must have been. Oh, this is the gas. she was, yeah. Off towards the side is a coffin, which sits open. The coffin's lid sits propped up against, uh, basically against the wall at the foot of the coffin. Interestingly enough, the coffin's lid has, off, has also been badly scratched up, although with intent, as someone seems to have carved words into it. This time in the uh, common tongue, not celestial. Mm. What does it say? Making your way over to read this, I suppose. Yes. As you look over this, it's definitely not a diary. It seems to be almost a confession. I was just thinking that. I was oh, like, is it a confessional? No. It reads as follows. I, Baroness Margarine of House Sandaris, oh. etch here my tell. Once... A proud warrior of the Shining Crusade, serving under the great Sir Omri Sheveth. I was grievously wounded in the taking of the beachhead at Von Till. With my brother's death on that same said field, I was forced to return to Taldor and my family. My body, however, succumbed before I could return to the halls of my father. I lay dead, but not dead. I could hear, but do nothing trapped within my rotting corpse. The night before my own funeral, horror unfolded as I arose, wracked and hungering for the flesh of my kin. I slew three of my family, Osin, Doreen, and Marahan, before the divine light of Erodin, channeled through my cousin Lysander, a devout priest, brought me a fleeting peace, burning away my face and casting me into darkness. But death was not to be my sanctuary. The cursed fever visited upon me by the foul powers of that whispering monster, potent and relentless, stirred me again to unlife. On the first night, the moon turned its face from the world. Mm. My resurrection was a torment to my family, for I tore free of my tomb and attacked my home again. Oh, a second time, I was stopped. And in fear, they were forced to destroy my remains with axe and fire. Oh, God. Yet again, God. under the new moon, I arose from the ashes. What? And hunted those of my blood. Wait, so she can't be killed? An unkillable ghast? Lysander again stopped me and bound my coffin with sacred wards, invoking the protection of benevolent Aroden, and buried me with my holy spear, Godspike. Thus I lay in a blessed slumber, a tormented soul trapped in an undying shell, but finally at peace for a time. Yet even the strongest wards yield to time's relentless march. Flooding waters, uncaring and relentless, eroded my bindings, and I awoke once more, a monster haunting the moors. I found the ruins of my family home, but there was no more kinflesh to hunt. I finally grasped the last remnant of my humanity. I fled into exile, away from the innocent folk of Stackies, so that I could harm none but those foolish enough 
to not stay away from this abandoned haunt. My existence is a constant battle between the remnants of my humanity and the insatiable hunger that defines my existence. Oh, that's so sad. When I first roused from my warded crypt, I carried with me my blessed spear. For a month, I clung to God's spike, even though its touch charred my flesh and drained my strength. Yet always as the first night of the new moon rose, my strength returned. Even my spear, blessed by the priests of the Red Crusader, could not grant me the oblivion I sought. Jeez. In a fit of misery and pain, I cast my spear into the well. And though I wish nothing more than to retrieve it from the darkness within, I have not the courage to drive me into those waters. The ravenous urge within me is uncontrollable. When flesh is near, my will crumbles, and I become the monster I so desperately loathed in life. Those who have attacked me that survived and fled into the swamp inevitably return to me when the fever claims them in the blasted depths of this hellish place. I speak to them the words of the Red Crusader, and we remain here in perpetual loathing and hunger. I yearn for the release of true death to be free from this unending nightmare, but the tyrant's touch is a potent curse, one that claims me even this so far from his realm. Gods. In these writings, I pour my lament and a plea for understanding, if not redemption. To any who read these words, know the sorrow of Sir Marjorine Sendaris, a warrior and monster and tormented soul. May my story be a warning, and may mercy be given to those poor souls who bear this curse with me. Well, uh, the new moon was on the 8th. Uh, the next new moon is not until Lamashan 8th. So, we've so got it seems like we time. could just put her in another magic box and care yes, for Yes, because we just have those in a back pocket somewhere. Well, we can't just leave her out either. Anyone that wishes to may make me a knowledge religion. Uh, anyone that also wishes to may make me a spellcraft. All right. So for spellcraft, I roll a 15 for a 27. For religion, I roll a 13 for a 22. I only get a 15 on religion... And I get a 26 on my spellcraft. I rolled a 17 for a 24 religion. Uh, Oliver only rolled a 3 for a 13 on spellcraft. So uh, good thing y'all did better. Well done. So first off, that is definitely, as uh, Cornelius can tell and Felix can tell, uh, that is definitely not something normal to guests. Nope. To get back yeah. up to revive after death. That is much more commonly something that happens with ghosts. Yeah. As such, you can only assume, especially because she mentions um, the Whispering Tyrant, the famed lich necromancer Tarbafon, whom was the primary antagonist of the Shining Crusade, that this must have been some sort of special form of undeath. Uh, in essence, she appears to be a ghast that actually has the rejuvenate ability of a ghost. Oh, <laughs> Although gracious. hers appears to be triggered instead of after a few days on the first rising of the new moon. The, the blood, blood moon, moon rises, rises again. Assuming that, again, as she stated in here, that uh, they even incinerated her remains, apparently the destruction of the remains is not enough. Mm. It also seems like she's cursed to go after her family. Yeah. Yeah. Which is ugh, just so freaking sad, this lady. <laughs> yeah. Well, the best we can do is put her permanently to dead. Yeah. If possible, if not, the only other option would be, like, you know, encase her in stone and bury her as deep as we can go. 
Well, we don't know how to permanently dead her if they've already done all the normal stuff. And so. even then, I mean, stone eventually is going to get broken either by over time getting worn down or yep. you know, tectonic movement or something. Here's what we do. When we rebuild the temple, we put her in like a holy box of some sort in the temple so that it's continually repaired as the temple is upkept. Yeah? I mean... It means it'll be someone's problem down the line should anything happen to the temple. Well, it's going to be somebody's problem yeah. down the line unless, like a ghost, we can figure out the thing. Yeah. Oh, maybe we should read that Celestial. Maybe it'll give us a hint. Celestial is just prayers yeah. to Arasne that she uh, carved in. I don't know. Maybe there's something specific. It sounds like she's cursed or something. Ah, crud. Again, it seems like they tried. Um, I mean, first off, it sounds like she was channeled to death the first time. Yeah. Um, and then it sounds like they just cut her down, chopped her into bits, and burned her the second time. And that also didn't stop her. There may be a specific means by which to bypass this. Again, the rejuvenation for ghosts usually involves a specific um, requirement. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if this was a curse necromancy spell that was particularly foul, it could have been literally something as, you can't rest until you've murdered all of your family. From what all of you know, the Sandara's line is dead. Mm. Yeah, I was about to say, I didn't... She uh, even said she acknowledged that because she said there were no more kin to hunt. But then she said she still was regenerating. There's a bastard child somewhere. I mean, possibly, yeah. Well, and keep in mind that all the families are so interrelated. Yeah, Yeah, it could be us. (laughs) Well, again, it's quite possibly the Betneys had a relationship to it, which means that... And we're all related to the Betneys in some way, shape, form, fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's literally, she would have probably... It's like, okay, let's exterminate every single noble in Taldor, and then maybe... Um, So unfortunately, without a specific divination, it'd be difficult to tell. As far as binding her away again, um, with the description that was given there, and as far as Gwen and Cornelius are concerned with your knowledge of magic, the binding and all the rest of that, that sounds like a hollow. It sounds Mm -hmm. like her sarcophagus was sanctified. Um, Judging by the fact that she seemed to have been buried with that holy symbol, you're going to guess that that holy symbol was tied to it, Mm -hmm. um, considering the importance of that holy symbol, at the very least to her, because Mm -hmm. a hollow makes a particular site, building, or structure a holy site. Unfortunately, um, when the water came in and damaged that place, if it eroded the wards on the mausoleum or wherever she was stored, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. it would have broken the hollow effect eventually. Yeah. yeah. So we just need to get somebody to hollow it. Yeah, but you would also need someone capable of casting fifth level um, mm-hmm. spells. Yeah, because I'm not there yet. No. Oh, we have a month to train. Let's go <laughs> on a training quite, montage. quite a ways away yeah. from that. We need to grind a quick four levels. Yeah, Felix, you gotta go grind. Yeah. Uh, I'll be back later, guys. I need to figure out how to put this thing to rest for a bit. <laughs> we'll just call in. I'm sure you'll be town. fine without me. You know the high priestess I mean, lady. Okay, so in the short term, what the heck could we even do? Uh, find a place to lock Assuming her up. Assuming that she has claimed this place for herself, you can't really repair the pump house if she's going to... I mean, technically speaking, you could repair the pump house, but the thousand gold repair to the pump house is for animals to pull that. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of hard to do when you know that she's going to be coming back from the grave. Yeah, and there's people that would have to manage the animals. We just come back every month on the new moon, wait for her to rise up, kill her again. Hold on a sec, hold on a sec. This is my crazy shenanigans idea. Isn't that chapel in Palace hollowed or something, consecrated? Mm. Wait, the palace of Birdsong? Birdsong. Birdsong? We can't take her to Birdsong. That, that seems crazy. We have a child. <laughs> yes. But until, just until we figure out something, Bartleby's not going to- I don't see Bartleby allowing us to do that. A potentially murderous (laughs) monster? Mm. If pertinent, not saying it's a good idea, 
you do literally have a prison cell under your house. Yeah, yeah I was, was going to say, we have a prison cell in that tower. And there's a churchy thing at the top of it. Unfortunately, that is not sanctified either. No, mm. but we can put her in the prison. Uh, my, my option, well, that, that might be all right. My option was, uh, you know, this little room that she had her confessional and stuff in? We could just wall that off. Yeah, but we can't fix the yeah, pump Yeah, but house. she could eventually break her I way mean, through that. Yeah, yeah, she would scratchy scratch. Eventually. I mean, yeah, it would take her a long time, but she would get there eventually. Yeah. And she would probably scare the animals by existing. Mm. Eh, mm. Crud. All right, well, that was my bright idea. I guess we'll take her and shove her in our jail. I mean, we can ask Bartleby if he's willing to do that. I think we can at least I mean, inquire. Yeah, yeah, we can inquire, and then maybe send Felix could send a letter to the high priestess of Abadar and Lothadar. Maybe they have a hollowed chamber or something. Or they could just come cast it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we could see. Either way, we we don't necessarily have to solve this one by ourselves. We can see if we can get help. Yes, yeah. but for now. Yeah, I mean, for now, I guess we'll need to take her with us and at least store her in the jail for the moment until we hear back from Bartleby and or... Yeah, um, yeah. but we've got a couple Lucrecia? of weeks. Lucrezia? No, not Lucrezia. Um, oh, uh, Lady Peril. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Peril. Aline Peril. Gwen would ask Ghoul, but his response is going to be stab it to death. We did that already, Ghoul. It, yeah, so, Ghoul, I mean... Ghoul, you don't understand. This is an extraordinary situation. The well, Ghoul actually, don't stay dead. Actually, he would maybe dead. be like, huh. I might actually write to Ghoul, too, and be like, hey, you ever heard of something like this, Mr. Inquisitor, stabby death man? You might also just be like, no, but if we, uh, you know, tie it up enough, we can use it for target practice or something. <laughs> oh, that's... He's no. not like that. He could be like that. You don't know. That would be reckless endangerment. Oh, like he's a follower of Abadar. Stop insulting our faith. <laughs> yes. So we'll send off some inquiries to a couple allies to be yes. like, eh? <laughs> Help, <Yeah>. please? <laughs> I suppose you kind of finish reading this, uh sort of consider I imagine you probably return back to the room where her dead body is laying over there going well we thought we'd finished yeah <sighs> yeah what a what a letdown that what we assume happens to literally all undead doesn't ha- except for ghosts doesn't happen <laughs> to this one <laughs> that's not just except for ghosts don't forget the bag of holding incident I guess okay all right there's a couple ghosts, of things grave knights vampires, I believe, vampires. Yeah. Yeah. all right so there were a lot of things I guess Barry will just take off her normal cloak and wrap this dead body in it because we're going to have to carry her through town. Yeah. Decapitated through town even. Aren't you glad we readied the carriage? There is the question, <laughs> however, I suppose as you uh, you can glance over towards the, the well. Do we go down the well? Sorry, the ghast was scared of the well. Well, her spear is in the well. That's and the spear right. is apparently holy. But she yeah. didn't want to go get the spear because she was scared of the well. I don't think it was because she was scared of the well. I think it was... She tossed it because she used it to keep herself under control, and she finally got fed up with it. Now she doesn't want to go back down there because she knows it'll hurt her. No, I did not. I think it, it was way. more of a conflict of interest. I don't think it was scared of the well. I think it was. <sighs> that's a holy thing that hurts me. I mean, uh, is there yeah. any way to tell how deep this well is? Yeah, what well? I guess is the question. The well is uh, directly under the pump mechanism. Oh, okay, it's under yeah. the pump mechanism. I'll go ahead and give this to you. If Cornelius or uh, Gwen, I suppose, or even Oliver, I think at that point, uh, make their way over there, um, or pretty much anyone but Verity, whoever has detect magic. <laughs> mm. Detecting magic while standing there, you cannot sense any magical presence at the bottom of the well. Assuming that maybe you're just like, all right, and you kind of crouch and get a little closer to it. There's like this faint hint. And if you lean down, like almost to the point that you're like laying down. With your head ah, over it. Okay, you're so like, it's about oh, it's exactly like sixty okay. feet down there. If like Whoa, my nose far. is almost I, to the water. I did prepare an air bubble. 
Hey. Oh, my swim is good. Wow. <laughs> I like I have it written down. I in fact did prepare air. I've bubble. also got swim, nice. so I mean, yeah. Yeah, I have a seven. <laughs> you might have more ranks than okay, me. Okay, I have a six. Um because oh. I That would have been armor, great if uh, so. if you guys oh, do right. you're fighting a gas beforehand where it's just like aha, air bubble. Trying yeah. to sicken me now. Yeah, I don't have to. I, I don't, don't have breathe. to breathe your stinky Woo. air. All right, if you think that it's worth going down there and there's not something lurking to murder me, I will swim down there with an air bubble. And get... I mean, you can also take ten and get a seventeen. Oh. Yeah, assuming that the it's not like a. Yeah, I mean, know, you can just take running. ten. Yeah. All right, Verity takes off in a nice clothing and, t- and then jumps in. Um, I mean, if you really want me to, I could also cast waterproof on you and make your clothes waterproof. <laughs> Yes, please. I would love that. Is that truly I necessary? Did, Why did you prepare that? Because I thought we were going to be doing stuff like in town and helping, and I was like, waterproof sounds like something that could be helpful, so I prepared waterproof. Very just looks at you and it's like... <laughs> Yes. Uh, this is why we're friends. Oh, wait, first, you know, Cornelius, clean me. Yeah. Don't you have magic for that? Shouldn't he do that after? It's like, no, I'm going to be waterproof. No, I'm going to be waterproof. Yes, but that doesn't make you immune to the muck. Cornelius gives you that look that just says, oh, you're ridiculous. Um, and he will, I guess, press to digitize you. I'm amazing. Of, of, of what? Of what? The, like, scum on your boot? Like, Yeah. I am not going to lie. I've never so much as read the waterproof spell before. One touched creature or one touched object up to 10 pounds per level, duration 24 hours. Yeah. The spell renders a touched object waterproof for the duration of the spell. If the spell is cast on a creature, all that creature's equipment is rendered waterproof so long what? as it is carried by the targeted creature. If the creature drops a discarded item, the item is no longer protected by the spell, even if the targeted creature picks it up later. Just... The spell provides the object protects the object from any mundane liquids such as alcohol or oil, but not from magically created liqu- liquids. Mundane combustibles under the effects of the spell still need exposure to air in order to ignite. Mm-hmm. I just thought it sounded helpful. <laughs> wow. Well, take it what an obscure spell. Is- from useful. the Elemental Master's Handbook, by the way. <laughs> so basically, you create, through two spells, you give Verity a deep-sea diving suit of yeah, waterproof <laughs> and a bubble of air over your head. Heck yeah, this is awesome. Wow, this is wild, y'all. I applaud you, Rachel. That was Yay, a, a ridiculous collection. That'd be some hero right. point work right there. Quinn looks at the camera like she's in the office while this is going on. What else are you spending these spells on, my friend? Felix is like, honestly, considering our luck, I just expected all of you to get stabbed and me to have to convert them all to healing magic anyway. That's fair, right? I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, we're going to help around stuff in the town. And if we do have to fight something, I'm going to end up being the cure person. So it'll be fine. That is the power of the cleric. You can pick weird spells and it's fine. They're just cures at the end of the day. (laughs) That's awesome. It was very well prepared, Felix. Well done. Hilarious. I can't believe you're going to come out like a penguin, like pop out and just be totally dry. (laughs) Duck powers, baby. (laughs) At the end. (laughs) (laughs) i'm not wet so verity um yeah hopping down there taking 10 you can swim all the way down to the bottom um digging around for a couple of seconds Uh, again you have an ever-burning lantern on your belt Mm -hmm. so uh it continues to provide you light Mm -hmm. as you swim down there you dig through the muck because apparently the shield this uh spear has been down here for some time before Mm. grabbing this pole arm and swimming your way back up to the surface neat I suppose reaching the top, you toss this out, hop out, glance down, yep. and be like, ah, I'm not even dripping. 
<laughs> my hair amazing. is still pristine. <laughs> the only downside is is that you can't shower for a whole day. <laughs> oh yeah, is it not dismissible? I'm just saying. Is it, is it not dismissible? Uh, no, it 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 doesn't have a dismissible duration. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm gonna say I warned you ahead of time. It's be fine, like, look, it's, it's, it's 24 I, I have hours. A really, a really crazy question. Can you still drink? Just use dry shampoo? It's basically like pouring. It's like the surface of your skin, not like your mouth and everything. Yeah, she can still mm. drink and t- drink potions and things like that. Okay. Yeah. The inside of her body is not waterproof. Otherwise, she'd be like, well, my Dead. stomach acids are <laughs> gone. <now. laughs> Why? Unfortunately, yeah. my entire body is actually like 80% water. So. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's fine. Way to kill somebody. Uh, oh, no, I proofed my lungs against my own blood. Um, oh, no. It's like that. God, what is it in the... Um, it was in the book. I think it was in the 3.5 evil book where you dehydrated someone oh, to yeah. death. Oh, yeah. Mm. But desiccate is also a similar thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, picking this up, you find, uh, first off, it was easy for Verity to retrieve once she got down there. Um, considering that as you even lay this down, you're like, well, this is magical, considering it literally glows with a golden light equivalent of God. Even I think it's magical. Rad. Um, only the head of the spear does, which is a, uh, mm. a finely crafted you know, spearhead. Um, it is actually a short spear, not a full-size spear. Um, oh it's a finely crafted uh, spearhead. Like, yes, please. <laughs> There's actually a guard to the top of that spearhead. Hmm. So basically like you would see on uh, a boar spear, although that is designed as two angelic wings, which stretch oh, up and so off cool. the sides of it. Oh, to, uh, that's, so cool. of it. that's so cool. The shaft of this is made of white ash. Wow. Uh, what is Cornelius get on a spellcraft? Uh, I'll actually roll for this one. This sounds pretty powerful. So <laughs> who? I uh, roll a nine for a 21. No, no, you yep. have no idea. Yep. I was hoping I was going to roll well. <laughs> weapons, I don't know. Yeah, Gwen rolls a nine for a 19. She doesn't know either. Come on, spell people. There's so many of you. Uh, no, 11 for a 17. I don't, I don't have a lot Ouch. of spellcraft, though. I'm, I'm a divine person. <laughs> I actually don't have detect magic memorized right now. No. So you kind of look so. over this. You're like, all we know is it's called God Spike. That's yeah. it. That's cool. Well, and can we imply that it's probably holy by the fact that it was burning her? I mean, that seems reasonable. I mean, she claims it was holy. Whatever yeah. it is, it glows. Mm-hmm. So you're like, well, well that's kind of neat. Can't, isn't that like on the random chart of things? Like when you make something plus one, it can be glow. Yeah, it can glow. So, but I'm just saying, it's definitely magical. Is all oh, you yeah. can say. It's like this thing is certainly magical. It glows. I don't know what else it does, but mm. yeah, I suppose you retrieve God Spike as uh, as Oliver's looking over at it. Like, I really want that spear. Yeah, the only one that needs spear. <laughs> yeah, heck of a spear, man. Literally, what I specialize in. But I suppose you. Collect your treasure, collect the body of uh, yeah. Lady Sundaris, collect God Spike, and uh, get ready to head back out. And I suppose then, as you step back out into the uh, the Stacky's Marsh, feeling but not seeing some sort of hidden presence watching you, <laughs> you uh, head off towards the boat, and uh, I suppose we'll pick it back up there next time. Uh, Huzzah! There's a lot of unanswered questions, but there's some really interesting things that just happened there. This ghoul? It's yes. just, yeah. So weird. Who, who wrote this book? Who decided to make an unkillable ghoul? Crystal Fraser, Richard Pete team up. Ah, interesting. That's, that's very interesting. I could, yeah, I can see that. I like it. That's the funny thing of um, we're technically going into, I believe, Hell's Rebels. You guys are going into a Richard Pete book also. We so like uh, we're getting <laughs> double. The guy writes great stuff. Yeah. But uh, as always, before we go, we do want to take an opportunity to, of course, thank all of our patrons out there for your continued patronage and support. We trust if uh, we ever turn into horrifying, unkillable gas (laughs) that you would you would put us to our final rest. 
Yes. <laughs> I would the rest assume. of you aren't like horrifying undead ghasts. Yeah. It's not a gas. I don't smell. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, if you got to be something, don't be a ghast if you're going to be an undead, because then nobody wants to be around you. If you got to be something, be a vampire, obviously. I'm I mean, vampire, already a vampire. Best, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what everybody at work calls me. Uh, so. <laughs> but yeah, so thank you all for tuning in, for listening, for uh, hopefully enjoying this as we've uh, we finished off what was a rather difficult fight. Um, at the very mm-hmm. least, it turned rather difficult for Oliver rather quickly. Ugh. Oh, yeah. That's the thing with those fights. When people get paralyzed, it gets awful fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, fortunately, you were not attacked in this place at night where you would have had to deal with her already being out as well as all the ghouls mm. and fighting them all at once. Yeah. Uh, which would have made for a rather more difficult encounter, I would imagine. Remind me of that Felix check up on me in a day or so. Just yeah, make right. sure I'm not, you know. <laughs> I made a lot of fortitude okay. saves. I was going to say, yeah. you made a lot of fortitude saves. Rick may or may not have snuck a sticky note. A sticky note? Mm. Oh, man. Who knows? We I just know. cleared the board. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. means it needs to be filled up again. It's true. It's true. <laughs> no, the goal is no accidents. What always fills the board of happiness for me um, oh, is this amazing <laughs> list of Patreon <laughs> names. And I do want to, uh, I do have the unhappy and the happy board here. I should really mm. print out some titles for them. My God. <laughs> and I do want to, of course, read off a couple of those, uh, those patrons by name to thank you. So let me go ahead and start by thanking Matthew. Just Matthew. All the Matthews. All right. Thanks, Matthew. <laughs> thank you, Matthew. You are. And I'd like to thank Jim. Thank All you, right. Jim. Jim. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it, Jim. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> know a lot of nice Jims. Yeah. yeah. And I would like to thank Damon Mitchell. Well, thank you, Damon. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Damon. Thank you, Damon. Damon? Damon. It's definitely Damon. Damon. That's how... No, no, no Damon. it's Damon. It's Damon. Yeah, it's really? Damon. Yes. Damon. When two oh. vowels go walking, the first one does the talking. Is that helpful? <laughs> No! <laughs> Do you, did you know? Well, I guess you probably wouldn't have a uh, vampire diary. Yeah, hello. That's no. exactly what, Yeah, vampire diary. Or watched oh, it or anything to do with that. Damien? When I don't it's know. books. Damien is not spelled that way. That, but that well, is definitely Damien. No, Damien isn't spelled that way, but it is the first syllable mm. that is still it's pronounced. It's Damien without the I, yeah. What about Damon? What about Damon? I said Damon. I, I would like to thank Aaron Upchurch. Thank you, Aaron. Aaron. Upchurch, such a good name. A.A. Ron. (laughs) (laughs) While we're butchering everybody's names. gracious. Horrible. I would like to thank Christian John. Thank you, Christian. Thank you, Christian. Thank you. All right. And I would like to go ahead and thank Jake Zabinden. So we appreciate your support, Jake. Jake. That is a cool last name. Thank you, Jake. I know Rachel and her love of Z names. I do Mm. love Z-next names, man. I love them. Absolutely. So thank you, Jake. Uh, so thank you all, actually, for your wonderful patronage and support. And as always, we do want to thank our Find the Path tier patrons, which do include English Bob, Andrew Miller, Braden Worrell, Colin Bill, Eric and Lisa Junker, Eric Mole, Gary S., Ian Date, Jessica Vetterly, Jim C., John Koo, Joshua Saldana, Justin M., Louis Ellis, Matthew Lincecum, Robert Beach, Sandy, Siren Roll, TJ Khan, and Travis. Thank you all for wow, your continued so support. I know it's, yeah. it's getting yeah. longer and longer each time. It's so so uh, we greatly appreciate oh. all of you stepping yes, in to, uh, you, to aid us in the support there. And uh, tune back in with us next time as we, uh, as I suppose our party one returns back to their town to uh, to do a little TLC to the the local community as far as trying to build things back up, and uh, mm-hmm. to figure out what to do with this uh, unkillable guest in there. And we also have to tell everyone in town to start dumping their trash by the swamp. Don't ask questions. The appeasements. (laughs) Yes, the appeasement depot. Coming soon. The appeasement depot. (laughs) And until next time, good luck, Pathfinders. Good luck. Good luck out there. Bye. 
I'm glad Oliver isn't going to become a ghoul at this point. Uh, thank you all for saving me. Not at this point, it's bad. Yeah. Well, that's, you only become a ghoul if you survive it, not if you get oh, slain. Yeah. So if, they, if she'd actually straight killed you, you wouldn't be a ghoul. I think some of the problem with that spear is that, like, Oliver's like, oh, I could use that spear. And Ross is sitting there like, holy spear! <laughs> Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.